Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 59? 59, 59. Okay. Um, I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wade Wade Blogs. <laughs> Joining me as always... Uh, hmm... I feel like I need a new AKA for you. It's not pumpkin spice right now. It's not, we out of season right now. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it's not pumpkin spice no more. It's just what first lady A. Yeah, first lady, lady first lady A, Ari AKA Ari, um, undeniably Ari Ari Arby's yeah. Um, Arby's mistletoe Ari mistletoe Ari. Uh, what the fuck? Just Christmas stuff. Um, the first Noel <laughs> Ari. Oh, the first Noel Ari. What the. <laughs> Don't listen to that mess, y'all. The, the first, first Noel. Noel. Oh, you know how I feel when you kept calling me LL. Gotta, I gotta think of something, right? It sounds. Gotta think of something. Um, um, first Noel Ari. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ari's right. in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? <laughs> and of course, joining us from an undisclosed location via Parts satellite. Unknown. <laughs> Live via satellite. Oh, yeah, satellite. <laughs> G lies in the building. What up, G? Yeah, what's going on? All right, so let's let's. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Yes. Yeah, I like yeah. How you doing, Noel Ari? <laughs> First Noel. I'm Ari. great. We're ready with that. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's go ahead and jump into um the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Okay. Oh. Put <laughs> some emphasis there. <laughs> right next to a gym. Oh, wow. Po- Pokemon Ari's back, y'all. <laughs> this is great. Oh, level up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, calm down. Y'all. L- listen, I'm um, Ari Chu. <laughs> Ari Chu. Ari Chu. I need you to chill out. Okay? Sorry, my bad, y'all. I get kind of excited. There we go. Ari Chu. Ari Chu. Get the hell out of here, LL. LL Cool J. So let's get into um the, what's been going on this week. Of course, we call it the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Uh, the the yeah the the <laughs> dominant story early in the news week, of course, was Mace Harlem World. That guy. Yeah. Um. 
he stopped at the Angie Martinez show at New York's Hot um, Power One Hundred Five. It's Power or Hot. Yes, yeah, Power One Hundred Five. I don't know. It's always one of those. It's either you ever notice urban stations are always either Power or Hot, hmm. or Jam. <laughs> um, but he stopped at New York's Power One Hundred Five and had an interview with the the um, one of the greatest interviewers in the history of hip hop and probably just media in general, Angie Martinez, and dropped a couple of jewels. Um, I want to play a clip really fast, and let's discuss this here. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk to. Um, I don't even want to call him Pastor after this interview, but let's talk to Mason Bethel here. All my awards went to Puff. I wrote all those songs. More money, more problems. Yeah, but that was on all Big the, Album. Right. So that was songs I had as my single that they gave the Biggie. Got it. For his album. Mm-hmm. Do you not get paid for those even now? Yes, but oh, I'm yeah. saying like if you if you knew that Mace was the one doing all of that, you would see me in a different light. Even today, people praise Bad Boy. The gold, the real golden ever of Bad Boy. I was spearheading. Mm-hmm. Biggie made it. And I'm not, you know, Biggie. Taking away, right? I'm, You're not taking I'm away. I'm under nothing. Biggie. I'm nowhere near Biggie. Right, right, right. I gotta catch myself so somebody catch that and try to run with it. Right. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, good catch, good I'm catch. I'm saying nice. when Biggie, I'm saying when Biggie passed away, right. and the company is in ambiguity, and everybody is lost and in shambles. It was my pen. Mm-hmm. They, they, Dale. That's a part of the interview he had with Angie Martinez. It's like an hour and a half interview. I invite you all to go check it out. It's a great interview. When the when the company was in ambiguity. <laughs> when a rapper uses words like ambiguity, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You said the company was in. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Ambiguity. Come on. The company was in shambles. I, I love both rappers. Like, who uses that word? <laughs> <laughs> when you said it was in shambles, I was I was there for it. I was there for it. So let's talk yeah, about this. Though. Or, or it was in turmoil. Nah, it was an ambiguity. <laughs> let's, let's talk about this, though. Now, I, I want to say in hip-hop circles, it's common I guess it's common knowledge that Mace gave a lot of his songs. He wrote a lot of stuff for Puff. We kind of we all kind of know all that. All that. Um, but the More Money, More Problems, and I guess there's some other tracks that we'll say that he wrote for, for Bad Boy that kind of went to Puff, went to Big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he has a point there. I think. Should we look at Mace in a different light? Mm. I think so. I think so. I don't know. Now, full like, disclaimer here. I am not a bad boy fan. If y'all know me, y'all know I went to MIT. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a... Uh, a, P- a PhD in BBK. That's bad boy killers. Uh, you a know, doctorate in Machiavellianism. Doctorate in Machiavellianism. So I, I'm not a bad boy <laughs> fan at all. However, he raises some valid points. Uh, I would have to agree. Like me as a '80s baby, you know, loving '90s hip hop. Um, an artist myself, I will honestly say I never even let the thought cross my mind about some of the things Mace brought up in that interview. Namely, that he 
was writing, like after Big Pass, that he wrote most of the music that came from Bad Boy during that era. We know Puff didn't write it. Every, it's well known right. and documented that, you know, Puff has many ghostwriters. One, you know, very well known in, in Virginia. Shout out to Skills. Shout out to Skills. Um, that I, I guess it was just always looked at, or at least I always, you know, thought that all of the people writing were not on the label. I never even thought that Mace was the one writing a lot of the music. And that says a lot, because as he brought up in the interview, that was the golden era for Bad Boy. Like, when Big was running it, it was, you know, they just had things on lock. But, like, after Big passed, they just had a whole bunch of commercial success after that. And then even when he went on to say that the songs that him and Puff did together, he it was his style that Puff was using, and everybody thought he was using Puff style. Right, exactly. So, so that he was playing number two to his own style. Like, I gave, like, pretty much he gave Puff the style to run with, and he's playing second to his own style. Right. That's crazy. It's, it's a very dope, in-depth interview. And one of the things me and G was talking about before we started with the podcast is that um, Mace is so well-spoken. Of course, he's a former pastor, and in the interview, kind of talks about that, too. And mm-hmm. I guess you can't kind of, with with who he is, you can't get away from that subject, but he talks about that as well. So I'm kind of reluctant to call him a pastor because of what he said in the interview. But he's so well-spoken. He answered everything. Some things he didn't answer, but he told you I'm not going to answer that because of blah 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 whatever whatever but the interview came off very well because he's i don't want to say media trained he's a veteran you know what i mean he, he understands how this thing works he even said that i know how it works so i know what i have to say to do these things um one thing he did mention that i found um i don't know it took me back i said it took, took it took me aback that's the word is that he he said he went to puff to try to get a job with a bad boy like he won't be the president of the bad boy Mm-hmm. And Puff wanted him to write his son's stuff because you can kind of see um, Puff's son, his oldest son. I can't think of his oldest son's name, whatever, but one of his oldest sons is rapping and he's kind of that style. And he wanted Mace to write his stuff for him, but Mace was like, well, yeah, I do it, but let me get a job. I mean, president of Bad Boy or something like that. And Puff was like, nah. And and Mace had to say he could do it at another label. But he want to keep it with the the family tree. Like he want to keep it at home. He want to spend his money. You know what I mean? Spend it at home. And I thought that was that was incredulous. But it's so crazy that Mace said, "Hey, listen, I'm down after their whole history together. Puff and Mace history." Said, "Listen, I'm down to come work for you, but let me let me do this. Mm-hmm. Not just be some artist. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me get the corporate thing going." And yeah, I, and he. And after what he's what he's addressed and brought to light, <clears throat> he should feel that way. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Like he he really like once again, incarnation. I implore you to watch this entire interview. I know it's an hour and a half, but it's a great interview. It's an in depth. But interview. it's a good interview. It's, it's a, a real good interview. He he touches on a lot of things, and and you you kind of look back at Mace and look at him in a different light. You're like, yeah, like, yo, if he was writing all these things and he says, listen, I don't want a bunch of, I want you to pay me a bunch of money. Just give me a job. Right. Why not? (laughs) Why not? 
Like, I don't see the problem with that. <laughs> he said he can go anywhere else. He said he has something coming up. I have a funny feeling Rock Nation is involved. Just conspiracy theory away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense, though. It, it, you feel me? He does an interview. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like, how... How Jay has currently been moving, how title's exactly. been currently moving, exactly. how the music industry is currently moving. It makes perfect sense. Like, a, a lot of industry execs have to get off of that formula that they are still using from from the 90s and till now that, you know, I run the label this is the structure of the label and this is how things work. Like, no, at the end of the day, Mace has signed a, a streaming deal with Title, release a project, and that'd be the end of it. Yeah. Like, he still owns everything. He didn't got that popping. He didn't have to, you know, be put in the shadows or play second to nobody because, honestly, at this particular point, I mean, whether we care to, to admit it or not, he, he's, he's a commodity at this point just off of what's happened with the, the, the situation with him and Cam. I think, I think because he's speaking truth, it's resonating with everybody. You know, if somebody came on the radio, like, and I'm not shitting on nobody, so don't get me wrong. Cam did an interview too, but we're not talking about Cam's interview. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we did that last week. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And we moved on. Like, Mace did an in-depth yeah. interview, and it was, he dropped some real... I don't, I, I'm don't. i reluctant to say jewels because everyone says that word, but he's dropped some real knowledge, some real truth in a lot of situations, even him and Cam's situation. Like, you could, you could sense... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could sense what and you're I saying like is true. I like how when Angie brought up the, the situation about him being a pastor and all of this, and how he addressed it. Yeah, yeah, he he addressed. Like he, he he went ahead. Um, and I don't remember the the last verbatim, but it was him pretty much saying like water is the same. It's it, it's the same in whatever element you put it in. Like you could put it in a freezer, it'll freeze it can walk from the that. You know, it might fall from the skies, rain. It might come down in snow, but at the end of the day, it's still water. So, depending on what climate you put me in, I have to react a certain way. He was like, when I go home, you know, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a rapper. He was like, I'm a husband. When I'm with my kids, I'm a father. So, you know, when I'm in the church, I'm a pastor. He was like, when it comes to this music, I'm an artist. And he, and he was pretty much addressed the fact that he hate, well not hate, because he didn't say that, but that he doesn't mix the fact that he's a pastor with, you know, his art form is rap. He doesn't mix it. They're two separate things to him. Right. And he mainly wanted to address it because that's the easy way out that everybody always tries to blur the lines and bring that into the fact that he's rapping, oh, you're a pastor, you're not supposed to do this. He was like, there are two, there are two separate things in his eyes, and the way he explained it was immaculate. 
Yeah, his 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 analogy was incredible. I mean, and, and I think I have that clip um, where he talks about people always say he made money from church and all that stuff. Give me a second. Let me pull this up. Talk to him. Talk to him, Harlem. And knew he said it. Okay, he was a minister. He was a pastor. Okay, he made he made money going to church. For real, you make money at anything you're good at. If you if you're if you're a good doctor, mm-hmm. you make money. And and I'm gonna give you another thing to think about. Okay. When a when a fifty cent who 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 said he sold drugs now sell you vitamin water, we praised the elevation of a rapper that goes outside of rap and prove that we're more than rappers. When a Jay-Z who used to do what he does turn around and participates in a basketball team, we praise that. So now you look at it as a pastor, but look at it like this, helping the inner city youth, helping families Mm -hmm. at the height of his career, taking that energy and using it for the youth. Mm -hmm. Anything anybody else would say, that's commendable. Don't make it now... Uh, uh, a curse. No, but it- yo, like I said, it's 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 a wonderful interview, but he mm. makes a lot of good points. <clears throat> he makes a lot of good points, and I can't argue with him. And of course, the interview is is done in in that way. But you got to look at Mace a little differently to me. You know what I mean? You got you got to with knowing what you know now, because he also mentioned that in the entire time him and Cam have been Cam have been quote unquote beefing, he was quiet. And now you hear his side of the story, you're like, oh, it's a little different now. Yeah, and that brings me to the other analogy that he used that I thought was great. He was like, you know, when the little brother is punching the big brother, like constantly, like the big brother is just, you know, letting them rot. Because the little brother's punches don't hurt as much. Like you haven't gotten to the point where it can, it can, it can cause an issue with me. But as soon as the big brother reacts and it's like, Wow. Now everybody's looking like, oh, y'all playing too rough. Why you right, hitting that right. hole? Like, and I thought that was a great analogy because truthfully, like, every time Cam said something about Mace, Mace never said anything back. Not even in the interview, not on wax, nothing. He let a lot of stuff go. So now he finally said something It's like, oh, well, damn. Like why you hit him now? <laughs> right, right, right. You knew you knew he was playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like at some point you you have to as me say, you gotta stand up and you gotta defend yourself. Like you can't keep letting the bully in the schoolyard keep attacking you or keep saying something to you every day at you know, lunchtime. Everybody's expecting that everybody knows it's coming. But Eventually, at some point, you gotta stand up for yourself. Yeah, it's rem- it's reminiscent to me of of early Nas. You remember how before Still Magic, everybody did Nas and Nas never said nothing like Cormega and all these people did Nas. And then we dropped like Destroying Rebuild, like everybody was like, "Oh wow, Nas! Oh wow, we didn't know it was like that." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you keep you keep poking the bear. Eventually, the bear is gonna hit you. You know what I mean? And I know it's not the correct terminology, but you know what I mean. Like, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Like y'all, y'all just—I definitely implore you to listen to the interview. It's a great interview. He drops a lot of—he drops a lot of gems. He drops a lot of truth. Um, it makes me look a little differently at Mace. And like I said, I think something's coming up with Rock Nation because I mean, every way he could interview, and even now in today's climate, you could do your—you can set up a podcast and do an interview. He chose Angie Martinez, who is a, a known Rock Nation affiliate. You know, what I mean, her love for Jay is is not secret. 
So And the crazy thing is she even said she was like, I ain't wearing no earrings because I ain't think you know, I was coming to the station, I ain't had right. no gas and then I got called. Like she didn't even know he was gonna be there. Right. And I think what'd be funny is that if you remember, a lot of y'all hip hoppers should know this, Mason J had beef for a little bit. A little yeah. bit. So Talking real greasy This, was back, this was back when On Jay's um, Volume 1 Yeah when Jay said You talking real greasy On R&B records But I'm platinum A million times nigga Check the credits That's He was, talk, he was talking credits. to me He's Like uh, Yeah that's when he Started talking about He was writing Yeah so um, He was like When I see him in the streets I don't see none of that Damn yeah. play Boy what the fuck Is the hummer at so, Those ain't Rolex diamonds What the fuck, fuck You doing that so it's very it'd be very interesting like i said this is just me nothing i don't know anything more than y'all know but i think rock nation got something to do with mace kept saying he got something coming up and it would just I mean, make sense to me i mean keep in mind we can throw this in as a lucy real quick um jay and jazzo squash they beat so like jay is i think jay is to a point where like a lot of stuff that happened you know early on in his rap career he's He's letting a lot of that energy go, and like now we we like you like you brought up Nas, we gonna destroy and rebuild. It's, it's rebuilding right now. So everybody I had an issue with that I know I can make money with now, it can be a successful venture for both of us if we both if if we put our differences aside from you know our younger years and as adults look at it, then we can make moves. So that wouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah, if you remember, Jim Jones is sound the Rock Nation. So if you can sign exactly. Jimmy, if you can sign Jimmy, you can sign Mace. Because you know him and him and Jim beef for years. So it, it yeah. brings it brings up and it brings up an interesting conversation that happened on the internet um, during um, Fab and Kiss's interview with the Breakfast Club. The the conversation came up that Charlemagne said B dot B dot from Rap Radar. Shout out to y'all. Um, had said Mace wasn't a top five bad boy MC, and that took over the internet. He actually he said Mace did what? Mace was Mace wasn't a top five bad boy MC, and Charlemagne of course agreed. Charlemagne listed Big. Um, I think his was like Big Kiss. Um, Styles, Black Rob, and G Dub. I think that was Charlemagne's top five of Bad Boy MCs. Um, okay, so I, I didn't get a chance to, to to watch that interview, but because that's I know that's that's on the the rundown as well. Uh, my thing is, at the time they were on Bad Boy, they were the locks, so you can't so you have to break exactly. Up. Yeah, you can't separate. You can't put like Kiss as number two and then Styles as number three. Uh, you have to list the locks, including Sheik. That's, as, yeah, that's definitely you know, not my, my contention at that point. And yeah, so my thing was if Mace isn't in the top five, who fills the spot that he's missing? Because Mace is in my top five on Bad Boy. Mace is definitely in my top five. I mean, Charlemagne's contention was that uh, Black Rob and G Dep was ahead of Mace. Okay, and, and, I, I, and I have Black Rob and G Dep on my list. I also got Craig Mack on my list. A lot of people forget Craig Mack for some reason. But I wouldn't put them ahead of Mace. 
you wouldn't put who ahead of that. Now, see, of course, this this part goes without saying. We don't really have to discuss this, but for you know the listeners and everybody, let's go ahead and direct it. Of course, the number one spot is occupied by Big. We right, we got know. we got that. Number one is Big. Boom. Alright, so who are we put in the number two spot? For me, for me, I think you have to put it in the collective of the locks. I think you have to put the locks as a number okay. two. And this is just off a bad boy word. Then me and you agree. Right. Then me and you agree. It's big, then it's the lock. Now, here's where it gets a little, where, a little cloudy for me. Here's, here's where, where it gets a little shaky for me. Here's where everybody deviates. <laughs> Yeah, between between three to five, with, like depending on the year, you can shuffle them around. But see, here's the thing. In my opinion, because Black Rob is a hell of a lyricist. Craig Nett was a hell of a lyricist. A lot of people didn't pay attention to that. G. Depp was a lot doper than a lot of people gave him credit for. If you listen to Child of the Get, um, Child of the Ghetto. That shit was crazy. A lot of people just know G Death from special delivery and that's where they left him at. But he was a dope he was a dope lyricist. Mace's first project, Harlem World, that he released, was gave you a multitude of different styles of music. It made you dance. You know, you you it was stuff you could relate to, it was stuff about the women, it had skits and funny, it was a it was a solid project. So but again, Black Rob's project when he released that, that was that was bars. <laughs> bars. So Definitely. depending on to me, depending on the year, you can shuffle them around. But Mace is definitely in the top five of bad boy artists. You can't take that from them. If I you think, don't include him in that, you're just being naive. You're just being foolish. Well, a lot of people, because they break the locks up, they rank the locks individually. And I think that was B Dot's argument, because B Dot has said that he said that Mace was better than Styles P, which Styles P even responded was like, <laughs> it's like it, it makes sense that people like B Dot would think Mace is better than me. So yeah, you no no that oh my god that was the dumbest comment that yeah. was one of the dumbest comments yeah. in hip hop ever yeah yeah um, I don't know why SP is so slept on <laughs> SP listen go back and listen to the ghost please just listen to any ghost project yo you can't say that like P is the philosopher of the lot. <laughs> Like and, and no, no 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 shade against Mace Mace's Mace's I, I'm a Mace fan. Like Harlem World I honestly put when we talk about classic albums, I'll mention Harlem World. And that's not because of what's recently transpired. That's just always how I felt about that particular project. I still I listened to it like three three months ago, truthfully. Like it's not in regular rotation, but I listened to it three months ago. I'm not lying. But he's not better than Styles P. That's just a dumbass comment. I mean, a dumbass remark. You can't can't say that. Anybody who genuinely holds hip hop in a certain regard, you can't you can't honestly say that. I honestly, I don't even. And and this is me being biased. 
I'll admit that. I don't put Mace over Sheik. I can't. All right. So now, now that again, that goes into what I said earlier. It depends on when we're ranking them. But when Sheik got when Sheik got to the point that I was like, oh damn, Sheik just spit. Sheik wasn't on Bad Boy anymore. The locks weren't on Bad Boy. This was during the Let the Lights Go campaign when Sheik was putting out his solo um, projects. Good point. So at the time. To classify it with, you know, the time frame that we're talking about, no, Mace wasn't better than she. And in the bad boy era that we're talking about, Mace was not better than she. So, and that's what for me, like I said, it depends on how. Like, that's I think that's the contention of this argument. If you look at the totality of their careers, and you can you you have to move Mace around. If you just look at bad boy era, yeah. And if you once again you put you put the locks as a group and not individuals, then it changes your whole ranking. Of course, because Mason's on rank in the top five. It just depends on whether he's gonna be three, four, or five. To, and like so, I, said, I mean and I, I guess if I guess if we had to do it, it Biggie would be one, locks would be two, and from three to five in no particular order would be Black Rock, Craig Mack, and I mean, excuse me, Black Rob, Mace, and g Now, here's a question, though, because now that I think about the um, bad boy more and more, and maybe it's just me, Loon was a beast. Exactly. But a lot of people didn't pay attention to Loon because they thought he was a Mace knockoff. Uh, I do see the similarities. Yes, I definitely see the similarities. Um, I I can understand people saying that, but Loon was a monster. Hmm. Loon was but a monster. I I will honestly say I can't put Loon in my top five of bad boy MC. I argue, I argue Craig Mack making the list before I argue Loon. Hmm. And. That's simply because Craig Craig was more of a lyricist than Loon, but I can't I can't take away from what Loon did with his commercial success when he came out. So it, it begs the question: like, if you say a line from a popular Loon song and you say a line from a popular Craig Mack song. Which one you think the crowd is going to respond to more? Yeah. I'm saying Craig Mack. Because Craig Mack was more style. He was one of those, you know, around that era, he didn't really care. Some people, and even when you think about it now, people don't really care about the words you're saying. It's kind of the style you said it in. Craig Mack was full of energy and style. Yeah. But if you read his lines off a paper, you'd be like, okay, whatever. It's just he added his character to those rhymes and made them more impressive than what they were. Um, I mean, the crazy thing is, truth be told, if you read a lot of artist music, like just reading, it's not going to sound impressive. It's going to be like, oh, this is basic as fuck. Right, this is true. But it, that's part of being an artist, being an entertainer, is finding a way to present it, how the public is going to react and enjoy it. 
that that's so that right there just gives more fuel to the argument that Craig Mack is better. Like if you read his stuff, it's just bland. But how he presented it, it 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 caught the attention of the masses. This is one of those things that I think is going to be a subject of debate for years because there's no definitive way to find it. It's like who's the greatest rapper of all time. You can never really say because everybody has their own opinion. But I, I, I definitely, I for me, and once again, depending on how you rank them, I definitely said Mace is top five bad boy MC. And I'm not a big bad boy fan. Still BBK all day. Um, I just still think just off off of his non bad boy projects. Hell. And once again, niggas and started something. Everybody throws that up. Those bars were super impressive. <laughs> so off of the stuff he's done that has nothing to do with Bad Boy, I'm still with Mace. I don't know. Just what said Mace is not yeah, good. It's crazy. I'm sorry, niggas and niggas and started something was one of Mace's hardest verses ever. That shit, like that. That the crazy thing is that through X's album over the top for me because I was already just engulfed in that whole project and was like this is already out so then at the end the very song he did a posse cut and Mason it's like okay when you read the credits it's like alright it's the locks it's Mason it's X why is Mason on the song and Mace has one of the hardest verses on that song. Yeah, without question. <laughs> it's just like, like, he, yeah, that was that was murder. That he shouldn't even put Mace in the credit. Yeah. That was murder. Yeah, my one of my favorite bars he said, and you know I got enough guns to wreck your nation. And nigga way with Tech and Mason got an explanation. I was like, talk to him, all of them. Uh, oh my goodness, shit, nigga, <laughs> talk that shit all of them. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Bethel. <laughs> <laughs> but listen <laughs> Continuing on with the rundown here Oh man this, this had to happen You know it was eventually coming um, Apparently um, Migos Have released a snippet of a track Where they're taking shots at somebody uh, It's been on the internet all day And I'm of course Of course we're a uh, nation uh, And words away podcast have the snippet If this Wi-Fi start acting right I hate the Wi-Fi here I will say that Oh uh, <laughs> Let's run that snippet for y'all. If y'all haven't heard it, I don't know where you've been because it's been the talk of the internet for a while. If I can get the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> You're stupid for that. Um, Where are we at? You had just had it. Isn't this a bitch I just had? I can't find it. Shout out to Shayla. Um... This is a full. I just, I literally just had this clip, and now I can't find it. Shout out to you, Wi-Fi, for messing everything up. Shout out to you <laughs> and you. <clears throat> I'm stalling. Well, why he's getting that clip together? Right. Is basically. Quavo of the Migos giving the title of hater 
Like if anybody's hating on you, call them Joe Button. And then there's an ad lib behind it saying pussy. Mm-hmm. I think I think they determined it was it was who offset the one who said that, who had the ad lib. Yeah, I think it was offset. Um, but, why am I trying to? But that was basically the premise of, of the clip. That where the snippet they got released is Migos with Quavo. Because that's that's the thing. My whole thing is like I, I understand how they put them together because they're a group. It's been the third. Quavo is the one who called Joe Budden hater, and then Pussy Lion was offset. Um, so they just attributed the whole video. Okay, I have the clip now. Let's go ahead and run the clip. If y'all Let's haven't run the heard clip. it yet. If a nigga hating, call him Joe Button. Outside in the press button. And not only just that clip, just playing that little clip, they're actually shooting a video for this apparently. Academics actually posted this on his page, which was I found hilarious. Um they're doing a search for people to look like Joe Bunning academics for for Amigos video. Uh, yeah, Joe Bunning lookalike and the academics lookalike. Video search page out for December 10th. So apparently there's a this video coming. Um, mm. Joey, being who Joey is, of course responded in a, in a Joe Button fashion, I guess you would say. So do I have that clip queued up? And of course I don't. It's a late start time that's throwing me off. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, here we go. Talk to him, Joe. On them. Yo, they think you're the biggest hater right now. Y'all are here with me every single day. Do I hate any of these kids? The way how you criticize them. How dare you be so critical, so dismissive of what we're doing? That's some hater. What do you think the in-studio reaction was when Quavius stepped in to deliver this lyrical venom? Walked in the booth, huh? Bloused up. See, it's shit like that. <laughs> I don't know who the person is that laid this ad lib. I don't know how takeoff sounds. We don't get to hear him. If that was Young Offset that walked in that booth after the amazing Quavius laid that lyrical fire. Play my clip, please. Yeah. Okay, and then Joe plays a clip of Quavius. Quavius is hilarious, first off. Um, Quavius dancing, pop locking. My phone is acting up, so yeah. So, first off, let's talk about it because it's kind of us. This is a situation that can happen to us. We do talk about rap, we talk about people all the time. Somebody could do a diss of us. This could be us. I got bars for him, though. I come out with bars. Bars, (laughs) death. But Joe said he's not gonna, Joe's retired, he's not gonna rap. So, I think he's taking it in stride. It's funny. It's comical, but I wouldn't call Joe a hater at all. I think anytime in this generation where you don't agree with what somebody's doing, you're a hater automatically. I hate that about this generation. I don't. I don't think Joe's hating on anybody. He's just giving his his job is to give his opinion on these things. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I know him and Migos kind of have beef from the whole the, the BET Awards thing, but. You know, I wouldn't call him a hater. I'm, I'm interested to see it. I definitely want to see the video. I definitely want to see the video. I think it'll be hilarious. And you can find anybody like Joe Button. It's like a thousand people that like Joe. 
So that's not hard. But continuing on with the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. <laughs> more rundowns. More rundowns. More more wins. More wins. Shout out to Cakes while I'm thinking about it. Cakes came in last week. Shout out to her. More wins. She filled in for Ari. Um, definitely helped us out here. Um, want to talk about Meek. Um, for those who haven't been keeping up with going on with with what's going on with Meek, uh, he was recently denied bail. Um, you know, he's been yeah, he's been incarcerated because of the whole judge situation about his parole. Um, he was incarcerated. Uh, the judge wanted him to do a remix of um, "Bended Knee." I don't know some wild shit. <laughs> the judge was just acting inappropriate, and his lawyers tried to seek a, a retrial or a, a different hearing or whatever to um, because of the the judge inappropriate actions um he was recently denied bail and it was leaked that he was he denied a request by the fbi to wear a wire um sketch stories of details of that sketchy but um my question is are we slowly finding out that um meek is a stand-up dude it sounds that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, are we, are we quietly finding out he's a stand-up guy? Um, it sounds that way, doesn't it? Yeah, because he's done some questionable shit in the past, and I've, I'm, I'm not going to front like I've never said anything bad about Meek. Like, yeah, he's done some questionable shit with that Nicki shit. But um, to stand up at the FBI, yo, you gotta, you gotta shake your, you gotta give your hand somebody like that. Clap for him. So shout out to Meek for not wearing a wire. It's also been yeah, because that. That's crazy. Like, think about it. If he if he went ahead and wore the wire, and the judge got this uh, removed from his cases, more than likely he wouldn't be doing this to the four right now. Exactly. So he took that. He stood up. Like you spoke. I got you supposed to. You know what I mean? You you go against something they ask you to snitch. You said no. I mean, I, know. I have a question though. I I, I want to pose this question. To 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 y'all in the uncut. Okay. Why halfway tail? Cause some people in their warped sense of reality feel like if they don't tell everything, they're not snitching. You know what I mean? You remember? Um, yeah. Like why why come to the authorities and say like, look, yo, the judges on my cases is yeah. a wild out. Like I'm just the stuff she say to me in private is 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 crazy. Y'all need to hear this. And then when they like, all right, we trying to hear it. Go ahead and record it. And you'd be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Nah, I'm not a snitch. Uh, <laughs> like you just did. You remember the scene in Paid in Full, the end, when Cam was like, yeah, I snitch on a couple people in um, D.C. or whatever, but I'm not going to snitch on nobody at home. <laughs> yeah, because when, when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. Like, yeah. then you snitching. Snitching. Snitching, you snitching. snitching is snitching. Snitching is snitching. Like, regardless of who you snitching on and where they live, you snitching. Snitching is snitching is snitching is snitching. Yeah, that that was just it was just something that I thought about, like why even bring it up at all if you're not gonna go all the way through with it. And then it is released that he was he was working in jail, which a lot of inmates do. I have never been in jail, so don't look at me like I'm an aficionado of this shit. Been arrested, but that's another story. Um 
Don't yeah. go. Yeah, don't don't want no problems. I don't want no smoke. Regardless of regardless of what hip hop has said for years, it's not fun. Don't go. Not at, <laughs> not at all. I don't want no smoke at all. Um, it's revealed he's working. He's doing. He's working in jail. He's doing um like cleaning cells, mopping floors, whatever. He's making like nineteen cent an hour. Mm-hmm. You said nineteen cent an hour. Nineteen cent an hour. I thought that was nineteen. No, dollars. That was a decimal no, no, no. before that. It was a decimal before <laughs> that. That one night. <laughs> you missed Got that. You. I really did. Yeah, he's he's working. I mean, and that's that's kind of how it works in jail. If you, yeah, I'm about to say if you could go to work and if you could go to jail and make nineteen dollars an hour versus being out being out here in the streets in Virginia, Wait. like making nine fifty or less. Exactly. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to he don't know what nothing is when he get out for real. He well, hopefully he, he get out before then. Hopefully he get out before then. We're hoping. Yeah. Um, but hey, I mean, I'm always going to. What I always say, my brother may not always be right, but he's always my brother. So, me, keep your head up, man. Everybody's rooting for you. Just do the right thing, fam. Don't snitch, though. Don't do that. We don't snitch. Yeah, get your shit. It's just spikely on, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a time to talk. It's a time not to. Exactly, exactly. It's very much so. Very, very much so. Um, continuing on with the rundown here. Um, the rundown. We have the, the rundown. We have the track list. A couple of track lists have released. Track lists. Yeah, whatever that sounds. Mm. Um, they they released earlier this week um, the track list for Eminem's project um, revival and the track list for Jeezy's project. Um, and just looking at the track list for M, I'm not really impressed. It sounds, it sounds um, Eminemish. What the hell? It sounds, sounds kind of like pop Eminemish. Yeah, it's like he's not doing nothing different. It's the same shit. I mean, going through it, of course, you got "Walk on Water" with Beyonce. That's track one. Believe, Chloroseptic. Um, with Fresher, um, Untouchable, River with Ed Shearing, uh, Remind Me, um, Revival. You got Alicia Keys up here with Like Home, um, Bad Husbands with the Ambassadors, Tragic Ending with Skylar Gray, Nowhere featuring Kalani, uh, Need Me featuring Pink, Heat, Offended, Castle, A Rose in Your Head. I mean, and just once again, it's just like a regular Eminem track list. I mean, it doesn't, it's nothing on the track list to make me say, oh, I want to hear that. You know what I got excited about, though? What? That, um, the track list that Crooked Eye put up. For bad, for bad, um, evil. Nah, they, they were calling it the, the, um, the second disc to revival. Hmm. With um, a track called Arsenic with Redman. Number two was called Surgery, and they had a joint called Firing Line with J. Cole and 50 Cent. Uh, a track called Bionic. Uh, what was, was number five? Cardinal Rule with Dre and Boogie. Uh, six as Respect. Seven, Microwave. Number eight, Butterfly Effect. Uh, nine, Fortress of Solitude. Uh, 10 was Colossier uh, with Jay-Z and Royster 5'9". Mm-hmm. Number 11 was Floodgate with Slaughterhouse. 12 is Order. 13 is Die 
16 is trial by fire, 15 is signal, and 16 is start. Yeah, that track list impressed me a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's a super track list. That's the best album ever. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> that, but I wish it was. You know, that was, that, it was rumored that that would be, you know, the second disc to revival. And a lot of people thought that because Crooked, you know, was his close um, affiliation with Shady, right. that. You know, he had some insight, and he was like, nah, I just saw the track list and got excited. <laughs> thought that was it. Well, shout out to Crooked. Um, why, doesn't Slaughter, why isn't Slaughterhouse on this album? They're shady records, right? Hmm. 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 It's a, it, it's a song. It's still a song that's on Royce Project. One of Royce's projects. I can't think. It's, uh, it's called Rap on Steroids. I don't remember what project it's on. It's Royce the Five Nine and Black Court. Going back and forth, just destroying the fucking beat. And then it alludes to M has a verse on it. And it has even come up in interviews where they ask the Royce directly, like, so does M actually have a verse on it? And Royce was like, that's the plan, but, you know, M's busy doing what he's doing, I've been busy doing what I've been doing. Like, we haven't been around each other, like, situation like that so I don't know if it was one of those situations because keep in mind Joe Budden is the spearhead of Slaughterhouse whether people give him that credit or not or understand that or not he's the one who actually put all of them in the same room to record a track and it went from there and Joe has said on more than one occasion he's retired from hip hop. This is true, but I'm sure they have some un- unreleased vocals, and I'm sure if something happened, I believe, if something I believe happened, so too. I'm sure if something happened that would make them record something worthy of them recording, they would record. I think I think what Slaughterhouse should do, and this is just conspiracy theory Wade the sound of Rock Nation. <laughs> you just want everybody on Everybody's Rock a Rock Nation. Nation. Everybody's a Rock Nation. Why not? It's a, Why not? In your Oprah voice, in your Oprah, uh, in your Oprah voice, <laughs> you get a contract to Rock Nation. You get a contract to Rock Nation. Look, <laughs> you get a play. You get a paper plane. You get a paper plane. Everybody gets a paper plane. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Rock Nation. Why not? Just sign a Rock Nation. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Ho, holla at me. Lenny S, let's holla at me. Let's get it done. I'm, look, I'm, Ed, I'm still A&R projects. Get at me. We're still waiting on the China project. Fine China's coming soon. Fine China, I'm trying to tell y'all. First single featuring Chris Brown. I'm working on it right now. Let's go. Another uh, <laughs> Lucy. Another Lucy since you missing Chris Brown. Go ahead. His numbers are crazy right now. And I think that was the plan with releasing all these songs, though. You know, the numbers are crazy. <laughs> Phenomenal. If y'all don't know, after the most recent project that he released, if y'all haven't seen the numbers, Google. He's he's the biggest R and B act in the world right now. 
And also, I want that, that, That's how you come. That, that's how you come back. <laughs> that, that's literally how you how you get get your payback. Definitely. I ain't gonna say revenge. That's how you. That's how you get your payback. That's how you get your justice. Definitely. Also, I wanted to get into this Jeezy track list. Um, Jeezy released a track list for his new album called Pressure. Uh, his track list actually seems a lot more impressive than M's track list. Uh, we got number one, Spider, two, Cold Summer featuring T Grizzly, three, mm-hmm. In a Major Way featuring Payroll Giovanni. It yeah. sounds like it's gonna be hot already. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you <laughs> yes. Floor seats featuring two chains. Two um, this is it. Bottles up featuring Puff. Mm. Um, valet respect. Pressure featuring Kodak Black and YG. Like them Tory Lanes and Rick Ross. Um, the life featuring Wizkid and Trey songs. And the song I'm waiting for. This song right here seems like the best song ever created. It's American Dream featuring J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Mm. And then we have Snow Season. So, just based off the two track lists we just read, Eminem and Jeezy. And I'm not a big Jeezy fan either, so I'm sorry. Not a big Eminem fan either. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Jeezy album more than anything. Um, just that one song. Shit, I just want to hear that one song. <laughs> J. Cole and Kendrick, and I'm good. I'll buy the album for that. And the, and the crazy thing is, I think that's what the hype about his track list is. It's like Cole and Kendrick are on the same song with Jeezy. Like, how does that match up? I want. I, I think everybody. Curious. I think everybody just really wants to hear that particular song. I, I honestly believe, like, from the features that he has on it, it's going to be an overall good project. But. When that project drops, I think everybody's going to number twelve. <laughs> oh yeah, right immediately. Um, I'm curious because um, Jeezy in the last recent years has been more, um, I want to say, more socially conscious. So I'm curious because he's kind of elevated from you know trap 101 to something new. So I'm curious to see it, what what direction he goes on that track called American Dream. You know what I'm saying? Um, we know J. Cole's history We know Kendrick's history They're both socially conscious They're both what I call the new age backpack rapper um, I just I just made that up It sounded good uh, So I'm curious to see how it sounds I'm definitely curious to see how it sounds I think from the titles That he has on the track list And along with some of the features You can, you can It's safe to assume That he's going to have you know, some trap music on there, some some drug dealing music on there, some some uh, I'm flexing, finessing. Uh, shout out to Saxo P for that. <laughs> um, but shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> you know, some some traditional snowman music is going to be on this project. But I think he's. I think this might be a project where he found his balance. That's what I'm hoping. Where like he can speak on the drug dealing, but he can also speak on the politics. And it's not too. It's not too weird. It's not too like oh shit. Well, this song don't even like came out of nowhere. It doesn't sound like it fits with the project. We've been. 
fucking hoes and getting money the whole album and now you want me to think I think I think Jay has elevated the game for I want to say veteran MCs with 444 because he's shown the 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 evolution of, of Jay-Z. If you look at Jay-Z's career arc, you've seen him from Reason Without to 444 and you see the change. And I think at some point, this is just me thinking, this is Wishful Thinking from Wade. That's a new title, Wishful Thinking from Wade. Mm. I'm, with, I'm with it, I'm with it. Um, I'm hoping our older rappers do the same thing. You can see the elevation. It's kind of, to me, it's like two directions you can go. You can be like Jay and have the elevation. Ele- the elevation, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the elevation from reasonable doubt to 444, or you'd be successful like Fab. I think Fab has maintained his relativeness, is a consistency through every era. Fab is still Fab. It doesn't feel like he's faking it. He's still Fab. He's still genuine. You know what I'm saying? Or you can. I don't want you to stay the same because if you stay the same, you're going to be obsolete. You know, I don't expect Jesus to give us the same travel die rhymes. I expect him to do something new. Like he's, we've seen him throughout the years when he has been making music and, you know, he got kids that grown. You expect something new. So I'm hoping that with the song American Dream, with the track list in general, it looks like we're going to get, yeah, some older trapping tracks, but we're going to get some, some, some content, some, some meat in our sandwich, so to speak. That's what I'm hoping we get from this album. Now, with that said, I do want to cover the one additional track list that was released this week. And not really an additional track list. It was reported that there's going to be a limited edition um, Damn release. Kendrick Lamar's album Damn. They're releasing a limited edition of it. And the irony of this... Go ahead, Jay. I was disappointed with this. Well, here's the thing. I think the irony of this confirms, and we talked about this on this podcast. I think you even said it first. The irony of this right. is the track list is actually backwards. Right. So it's confirming the theory that the album can be played front ways, forwards, or backwards. Because the limited edition yeah, is backwards. Yeah, but I, 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 was, I was disappointed with it because I thought it was going to be some, some new music yeah. or some exclusive, especially because it's called the collector's edition. Yeah. Right now, when the first within the first two days, well, I ain't gonna say the first two days. Within the first week that the album came out, and it was rumored that the track listing, like the you could play the album backwards, and it would tell a completely different story. Once I heard that, I immediately went ahead and flipped the track listing. And I like it better. I said it on on the podcast. I like it better backwards. It gives a completely different feel. Some of the song, some of the songs I that I thought were okay, I enjoy a lot better in in reverse. It's still one song, and that I don't care whether I'm playing it, you know, forward with the back or back with the front. I just don't like the song. But, yeah, I was kind of disappointed at the news. I'm thinking I'm getting some new exclusive Kendrick, and it's like, no, I've already heard it's the way that it's being said. Yeah, unless Kendrick does the old rapper trick where, you know, the last song, if you keep playing it, it'll and a new song come on. You remember what Jay did that with, um, what was the Blueprint and Lyrical Exercise? Yeah. You remember how, like, you would let, if you let the album play, like, that minute or so, Lyrical Exercise was coming yeah, on? Yeah, 
Yeah, when you board up the track list and the yeah, last yeah. song was like 13 minutes, you yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. is that song so long? Oh, because it's two songs after that. <laughs> it's yeah. Lyrical Exercise and then the, um, the Diamonds joint, the, the Girl's Best Friend. Yeah, track. yeah, yeah. So Yeah, both of those both of those were at the end. Then that would be dope if Kendra did that. Something, something. something. Please don't just give me the same track list. Some, something, <laughs> something that... I mean, but I already have it so I already know <laughs> right, right exactly no when I say I already have it like I actually downloaded the new one <laughs> don't worry you're just not to find out that you, it was yeah you're not the only, don't worry about it you're not the only one <laughs> I'm so hurt I'm so hurt um I did want to mention and once again and this is just me and I know it sounds like a really a hater episode I'm not a big Wayne fan mm. but yeah he did announce Dedication 6 is coming out on Christmas for y'all who celebrate stuff like that. Um, so, hey, enjoy that. Jeez. I'm just saying. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to hear it. I, I'm going to take a listen to it. I'm, this is actually going to be my, my... This is funny. This is going to be my first Lil Wayne project I'm going to listen to in its entirety. I'm going to sit down and listen to it. You're wilding. You are wilding. <laughs> I'm to tell you. This is my... You know, so, who listen to that, but you going to listen to Bruno Mars? Who? We, we, I'm so not, I'm not listen to that, but he won't listen to Bruno Mars. Bye. Who? Bye, wait. I don't know what you're talking about. Dismiss. Did you see the meme I posted? Go stand in the corner. <laughs> listen, I don't know nothing about that. Why? Yeah. Why is that becoming a running theme for this podcast? Yeah, um, who hit because me up? Because they Bruno for some reason. Yo, somebody hit me up, and I, I, I know his real name. I can't say his pod, his podcast name, but I know his real name. He hit me up. Was like, um. It's like, yeah, man, can't be hating on Bruno Mars. <laughs> I was like, fam, I don't hate. I just, I don't like it. I'm not with the happy shit. All that shit can go. I need bars. I need death. I need but pain. See, every song, every song, that, every song Bruno does is a happy. Nah, that's all I ever hear. I was in, um, what's no, going on? Hold on, all right, all right, all right, hold on. To go off on a tangent real quick, as we always do. <laughs> the very first single that blue Bruno Mars that was called Grenade. Like, what are you talking about? That wasn't happy. This nigga said, I'll catch a grenade and die for you. Listen. That wasn't happy at all. Listen, when I saw Bruno, he was in Vegas in some Versace shirts, <laughs> dancing down the hallway, <laughs> smiling and shit. That's, re- that's recent. That's, that's recent. Needless to say, that project has broken, like, a down a lot of barriers for Bruno because his first two projects nobody really wanted to give him credit for Listen. which were phenomenal albums but this one has done numbers every time I see Bruno he up there smiling and shit and all happy and joyful I don't need that I need some pain <laughs> damn the nigga can't enjoy life yo. no <laughs> no no oh joy gosh. I need pause it- I need it's death. No wow. show, it's no joy, yo. It's no, no joy. It's none. just turmoil. Exactly. Turmoil. <laughs> I need death. I, I need pain. Your pain runs deep. Share it with me. Really? Share it with me. Okay. <laughs> but with that being said, um, want to couple, couple, cover a couple of Lucy's here. Uh... We mentioned that um, Colin Kaepernick, we mentioned it on this podcast, Colin Kaepernick did receive the Muhammad Ali Award. Um, Beyonce presented it to him. Beyonce looking um, delicious. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Miss Carter. Fuck the beehive. It's, 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 it's
it's still fucked the beehive, but Beyonce was looking looking pretty good presenting the award. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. Uh, Rihanna is, is Spotify's most streamed female artist of 2017. Um, mm-hmm. Nike is building a building named after Serena Williams on the Nike campus. Uh, Boy That Yellow is three times platinum in America and two times platinum in Canada. Uh, what <laughs> <laughs> that's just for you, Case. You know that, right? Shout out to Bay. I'm being petty. I'm being so petty. <laughs> but let's go to what's streaming with G. What you got for us this week, G? Uh, I mean, of course, we already discussed, you know, a few of them. Uh, even though it's been on, it's been on my playlist. You know, of course, I still got Kendrick back on there. Um. Let's see, who else? Uh, K. Michelle got a new project called Kimberly. Big Sean and Metro Bowman. Uh, Double or Nothing. Um, a new artist, I'm not familiar with him. You know, Uncut might have already heard about him. Um, Young Van. Uh, he has a self-titled EP out right now. T. Grizzly, a little dirt, got a project uh, called Blood Us. Uh, Kids in the Hall. Free nights and weekends. Trav, uh, with, I don't know how he actually wants the title pronounced. I think it's, from the way he has it set up, it's just like an acronym, uh, which means Queens Raise the King, which is Q-Rack. Um, Juicy J got, a, got an album out, uh, Rubber Band Business. King Crooked is back with Good versus Evil Part 2. Horseshoe Gang has a project called Dope Lyrics Matter. Craig got a project called Ten Toes. Razzcast is back. I know you don't appreciate that. Razzcast. Yeah. yeah. He has a project called Yeah and Close Out. Uh, Razzcast playlist. And I was shocking to see this pop up. Irv Gotti has a project uh, of course Irv Gotti presents as any project he has the title uh, Tales Playlist Part 2 okay okay uh, that sounds dope so it, it's a few it's a few things on the on the stream this week that I'm unfamiliar with so hopefully he'll introduce me to a, a few new artists so we'll see how that goes but you know, my 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 new favorite category right now, because y'all know how I feel about this, they be having to cut it off. <laughs> so we can get started on the podcast. All right, what you got for us today though? Really? That's all the week. Yes, yeah, so Ari, <laughs> what is Ari's song of the week? Ari's song. Hold on, before you of say that, Ari, I do wanna say for y'all who's sending in music for Ari's song of the week, send in a song, not an entire double C D of your I ain't listening to all that shit. Um, send in one song to wordswithwade at gmail.com. Make sure you put Ari in the subject, and your song can be the song of the week if it's good. If it's trash, it's... I'm going to just skip over and find somebody else. Don't send your entire mixtape that's a double CD that includes 37 damn songs. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> just one song, please. And cover art, let us know something about you so we can play it, and Ari will talk about you. <laughs> that was yo son. So Ari, what do you have for us this week? Um, what barefoot music you have for us this week? 
barefoot music. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're in the house with no shoes on, cleaning the house and sliding on the hardwood floors. Well, um, I, I stall because, yeah, I'm looking for it. Uh, uh, already stalling. Make sure you check out Words with Wade. Um, if you have any questions, inquiries, suggestions, advice, anything, business matters, wordswithwade at gmail.com. Uh, or follow Words with Wade on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Use the hashtag Words with Wade. Okay, okay, okay. All right. And Ari, what do you have for us here this week? Um, wait a second. Right. Ah, so then it is uh this artist his name is gallant and um the song is talking to myself so we have gallant not the car um gallant um talking to myself yes that's that's okay 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 all right my bad okay wait a second you're so damn comfortable in the chair you didn't set up right <laughs> the struggle you should see with you guys. Okay, okay, okay. You ready? 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 Go. Two, three, four. Okay, so. Talking to myself. Brand new artist named Gallant here on WWW. <laughs> uh, that was Gallant with talking to myself. I can't. Uh, you're back there, slow jams here. <laughs> and cannot. That was Gallant. Make sure you check it out. We'll have the link in the description. Uh, and shout out to all you artists that we've featured before on this podcast with Ari's song of the week. Um, I do get a lot of comments about the songs. So shout out to y'all who are liking the songs. Yeah, I do. I, I showed y'all. Not no. a lot, but I, I posted it in the thing. Mm. I got like a couple of, Anyway, mm. look, we appreciate y'all. We do. And make sure you tell a friend and all our new listeners. I know we got some new listeners this week. People have hitting me up that I've never talked to before. I'm um, Shout out to y'all. Uh, definitely make sure you follow, subscribe, leave your comments, leave feedback on iTunes, Google Play. We do appreciate y'all feedback. Um, listen, the podcast is free, but one way you can show your support is to leave a uh, feedback or let let one of us know, not just me, R-E-G. Let us know that you're listening, and we appreciate it. We definitely appreciate it. So, um, everybody, let's give us our social media here. <clears throat> R-E, with the, with the newness here, the hot newness. Yes, yes, of course. Um, so, let's start out with... Just when you're on the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been skipping out on some sleep lately. So professional. Here's what we're doing. I, I know, right? I, how do I get to my name? What? No, wait. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what? All right. No, no, no. So, I still can't give you my Twitter because Wade didn't teach me how to change my name on here. You had a busy week, fam. Um, so, Twitter is unavailable. <clears throat> and Snapchat. 
That is H-O-N-3-Y underscore D-I-P-P-3-D, Honey Dipped. It's the same thing for Instagram. And my Facebook, Lady Ari, one word, L-A-D-Y-A-R-I. New Facebook. Last name Anderson. Lady Ari Anderson, that's what yep. it says. Okay. Lady Ari Anderson. We're with, that. We're with that. Her new Facebook, so make sure you send her friend requests and love and all that good stuff. Not creepy people. Finally, the new Facebook to separate them. Finally, right? Yes. We've been telling you that for the last year and a half. You know what? At least I got it, though. <laughs> I got it, though. Finally. So, G, give out your social media, though. I don't know why we go through this Can every show. <laughs> uh, underscore G, underscore L-I for Twitter and Instagram. AGR.G for Snapchat, AGR.GLI, Facebook. Make sure y'all checking out the website, AGRHQS.com for all AGR music exclusives. And as far as me, of course, it's always going to be the same as the Wade Blogs on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Um, everything else make sure you like I said earlier you follow the page the podcast Words with Wade on Facebook um, Instagram Twitter Snapchat just Words with Wade Google it Words with Wade follow us on SoundCloud as well make sure you please leave comments we do read your comments I do read your comments go through them have any questions suggestions we definitely appreciate it and we definitely um, like to hear from y'all Um, anything else before we get out of here y'all Nope. Um, Ari, you will be here next week. Ari's about to go on Christmas vacation, y'all. Uh, Fourth quarter's for winners. So Big yeah, things going on. You'll be here next week, but the week after that. Well, no, hold on. What? You know, we'll talk about this off the podcast. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. That's everything. Yep. Yep. Oh, shout out to God's generals for the hoodie. I see you. Uh, Got that. Oh. Good job. Uh, but as always. As always. Always. Listen, Ari been quiet the entire podcast. I say I was always going to get loud. <laughs> Listen, all that's in the part. That's her part. Yeah. yeah. How your part is the best? That we leaving the show. <laughs> all I was singing that song right the entire time. Though the best part is the ending. Hmm. <laughs> but as always, <laughs> as, always. <laughs> as always, you may agree with what we say. Uh huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. But one thing you can agree okay. with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. <laughs> Until next week, y'all. We catch y'all on the internet. Cheer. 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 Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.